Well, hello. I had hello. technical difficulties today. So, um, yeah, it decided to log me out. So we're going to get started a little awkwardly <laughs> today. But here we go. See music. The Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob. Ah, you're awful. And A.J. Appleton. This is Sin Shoo Chew. It's a mouthful. All right, welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net and writer of so-called Fantasy Experts. On the line is AJ Applegarth. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? Can you hear me? I can. Uh, All right. So I'm not only having issues with staying connected to the show. I pulled out my headset today, and apparently my one-year-old got to them because it's missing a headphone. I'm glad <laughs> nobody told me that he ripped off one of the headphones. I can't get it nice. back off. Pretty awesome. So I'm hearing you out of one ear, and thankfully this headphone still works because otherwise I don't know what I'd be doing right now. Anyway, man... Um, Today, we're going to be talking about obviously getting you ready for week six, Adrian Peterson trade, all the injuries, including Odell Beckham. Um, one thing, I was listening uh, to the radio today on the way home, and they were talking about how um, you know Roger Goodell put out the memo to all the players saying, you know, you basically requiring them to stand and it's created a big fuss, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the owners, I, I haven't read too much into it, but I guess I guess the idea is that there's like a meeting between them and the owners and the NFL, NFLPA. I, look, I said this was going to happen four weeks ago. I said, just wait until sponsors, people stop coming to the game, and the owners stop, start losing money then we're going to see what really is going to happen. Like, it was all nice when they were doing kumbaya on the sidelines and they were all kneeling together. But, yeah, you take the owner's money away, they're going to change their voice real quick on this. <laughs> like, you know, they, yep. not like they're, going to, they're not going to disagree with what they're trying to do. But, yeah, when sponsors and everybody are dropping out because the optics of it is that you're disrespecting the flag – and that's what everybody is saying, and and that's what everybody cares about. To me, what they're trying to get across isn't working because everybody's focused on something else. And so, yeah, can't say it and tell you so, but I'm going to. So, anyway, I don't want to harp on that too much because we talked about it a lot a couple weeks ago. Or even was it last week? No, a couple weeks ago. Two weeks so, ago, yeah, yeah. It's uh, but it was just, it was just kind of interesting. I was thinking about that on the way home today. Like, hmm, yeah, I think that sounds like something similar. I said, hmm. all right, cool. Anyway, man, um, yeah. So Adrian Peterson uh, got traded to the Cardinals for a 
uh, conditional pick, whatever that means at this point. Um, not a whole lot, but so I don't know. What do you, what are your, what are your thoughts here on Adrian Peterson's value going forward? Obviously, you know, if, if you are not aware, uh, whoever's listening, they also cut Chris Johnson in, in making, after making this move. So Adrian Peterson has been announced the number one running back on the team already. So again, what do you think his value is for the rest of the season? I definitely think it gets a boost here. I mean, look, he was in a backfield with two other very capable backs, albeit one being a rookie, but he's obviously shown to be the best back in that backfield. But he also hasn't gotten the opportunity in that backfield to really, you know, come through and and shine the way that we have seen, you know, AD shine in his past, uh, in his prime, really, you know, he's, he's obviously past his prime, but I mean, I put in a claim on him in every single one of my leagues that he was available in. And, you know, it's three of the five leagues. I did not get him in my two ESPN leagues. I have to look on the Yahoo. I still haven't had time to even do that today, but, um, and I still, I owned him in my dynasty league and I was really looking at cutting him last week to pick up my horrendous call of the Oakland defense. Uh, but thankfully it, it actually wouldn't let me do that because we can only own two defenses. And I had the Ravens and the Jaguars who both had awesome games. Um, Ravens was your call. So kudos on that. That's who I ended up playing because I really didn't like the Jaguars matchup and. They they me wrong. Wrong. Wow. Yeah. They, they crushed me in a couple of leagues because I benched them, but. Regardless, I still have AP, uh, uh, you know, or AD, you know, whatever, um, or both in that league. So I'm happy about that. Um, You know, I think he's just, he's a better fit for this offense. And obviously they have not found any kind of rushing game with David Johnson out. Um, Chris Johnson experiment did not work. Kerwin Williams was, you know, an afterthought after the first, second week, I guess, really. Um, Ellington has been good and he's shown, you know, that he's, he's valuable to a point in PPR. Um, but I think that's how they're going to run this. Uh, I don't see Williams really having much of a role. He might be a change of pace back for both of these guys. Um, but I think this is going to be the Peterson show, you know, first and second down. And we know that he's not a big threat in the passing game. So they have Ellington for that. And I think he Mm -hmm. still has some value there for that. Yeah. I agree with you on the Ellington thing. Um, I agree with you on the AP thing, at least for now. Um, They're clearly going to try it and just keep trying and keep trying and keep trying until, Eventually, it is proven that AP does not have it anymore, and I'm kind of leaning that that's the way it's going to be, man. Like, I just, you know, he still looks like he's trying to be that violent runner that he is with that burst, um, but it, it's just not there. I mean, the Cardinals offensive line isn't very good, so he's going from a bad offensive line to a bad offensive line. Yeah, he's going to get more reps because they have less. Uh, guys there, but it's just not really 
I'm not really excited about it. I mean, yeah, clearly if you're looking for a guy and you need help right now, I think he's the guy, um, you know, that you needed to pick up off waivers this week. But yeah, I just kind of think it's just not, you know, it's, it's not going to be it's not going to be anything you're going to you know be super excited excited about every week you're going to be like you know you're not going to look at your roster and be like oh yeah I've Adrian Peterson awesome I'm good to go you're going to go yeah man I wish I had something better than Adrian Peterson well yeah three three four years ago absolutely but you know in whichever one of those two years he was not injured but I I agree I think back in 2009 by the way. Did I have him in 2009? No. I said, could you imagine this team, the Cardinals, in like 2009, Adrian Peterson, Palmer, Fitzgerald, (laughs) and Chris Johnson before they cut Chris Johnson? Yeah. I mean, that would have been a crazy-ass team. That would have been the Uh, craziest, best, highest-scoring fantasy backfield by committee of all time. I mean, <laughs> yeah. both of them rushing for 2,000 yards. Like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, just another just another year for us. Uh, yeah, that would have been absurd. Uh, that that would have been borderline right up there with Tom Brady, Randy Moss that year. Like, that's how I see if, if both of those guys – well, maybe not because both of them probably wouldn't have gotten the 2,000 yards, but whatever. I, I mean, yeah. I do like AP. I – I think that he – I do disagree a little bit. I think he does still have some left in the tank. I just don't think he's had the opportunity to really showcase it. I think this will give him that opportunity because of the amount of reps he should be seeing. Um, and, it, again, it's like it, it's a great situation for him to kind of fall into right now. I mean, you, you, you kind of looked at it coming into the year, and I had I had high hopes from coming into the year, even in New Orleans. Yeah, there was Mark Ingram, but he was a question mark with, with Sean Payton sometimes in that offense, and you didn't know what you were going to get or if he was going to get benched and screw another one of your teams, you know, by a fumble early in the first. Um, you know, Kamara's come on. He's been, he's been you know, worth the, the looks and, and the late draft picks or – waiver wire pickups over the past few weeks. Um, and, you know, he just didn't get the opportunities there. And I, again, I think it goes back to Sean Payton and his like inability to stick with a guy and actually give him an opportunity. He's too quick to pull the trigger on pulling a guy out. Um, and, and I mean, it's such a high powered offense. Like why not give these guys the opportunity, let them, try to do something and give Drew Brees a damn break for once. Um, I mean, I know no. fantasy owners don't want to hear that, and I <laughs> am an owner of Brees. So, like, you know, I, I, but I want him to last the whole season. That's why I'm saying that, because last season when I owned him, he was shit down the, down the stretch when, when I needed him the most. He didn't come through at all. He fell flat. Um, yeah. But, you know. I think the the biggest problem here is in David Johnson's eyes, he will be back this year. And then what happens? Like, well, I mean, then obviously, Adrian, unless Adrian Peterson just destroys it. Uh, well, that's just it. Give the ball I mean, back to David Johnson. It's not, he's not going to. Well, you're going to give the ball back. 
yeah, you're going to give the ball back to DJ, but now you have a nice compliment or does Arizona turn around and flip him to somebody else who has 15 different injured running backs that now needs him? And, you know, is he just going to be on multiple teams every other week? I mean, I, I don't know. No, just, I mean, you know, at that point, the trade deadline is probably gone and you can't trade people well, late. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I don't think we need to worry about that. I mean, I I kind of don't know if they're going to bring back David Johnson this, this year at all. But, you know, that's something we can't really worry about right now. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean. Can you only know, control you, what you can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you hit up, yeah, you hit up on the Ingram and the Kamara thing. I mean, obviously they get big boosts. I mean, we've been saying pick up Kamara for a couple of weeks now. So, hopefully you did. And, and uh, you know, you're going to be able to reap the benefits, especially in PPR leagues. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, it's, it, it means it's interesting. I mean, usually you don't get trades like this in the middle of the season. So it's kind of exciting. It feels like a little bit like baseball. Um, yeah. So moving on here to some injury news, there was some, some big ones this past week. Obviously the biggest is Odell Beckham Jr., um, kind of want to silo this one by itself here and, and talk about it. So, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. Um, had to get, I believe he did get, he got surgery on that ankle, right? To I think he to fix did, it. yeah. So he, he's he's definitely done for the year. Um, you know, we say it time and time again. We said it with David Johnson, said it with Dalvin Cook. Like, you can't replace these guys. You just hope you had depth on your roster and then you build the depth up again behind them. You know, you're going to have to maybe make a trade to kind of even your team back out and collectively get the points back. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to replace Odell Beckham. It really is. Um, and, you know, the, the, Gi- the Giants got hit three times by this. You know, Beckham... And then Marshall, and I know Marshall, like, wasn't great, but, you know, I, I looked at his last couple of weeks, and he caught, like, six passes one game, eight passes the next game, like, at least in PPR leagues. Like, he was okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. Um, and so, and then Sterling Shepard went out in the first quarter. Um, he, he's he got uh, an ankle, all ankles. Like, what the hell happened? Yeah. Um, this entire week, it's like, hey, all right, week six is the ankle injury week. Let's let's do ankles, feet, uh, Achilles. You know, it, it's yeah. ridiculous. But I mean, the Giants man to lose all three of their receivers in the same game—that's just that's brutal. And and so moving forward, it's. <laughs> I mean, Eli is going to have. Hopefully Sterling Shepard back. I'm gonna say next week. This is the same ankle he sprained in the preseason that kept him out for a good like ten or twelve days, and he already had like a walking boot on it. So it it's not it's not looking great for him, but it's looking better than Beckham and Marshall who are done done for the year. You know the the guys to pick up. For New York, if you're truly desperate, um, it, you know, Roger Lewis is the guy. You wrote down to Varys King. 
I'll be perfectly honest with you. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> he, um, uh, I, the only reason I know it is because I clicked on New York Giants filter and went to receivers. Um, I think he was on the team initially, and then they had cut him uh, a week or so ago, and maybe or maybe he sent was sent down to the practice squad or something like that. But yeah, I have no idea who that guy is. Yeah, needless to say, it's not pretty. Um, maybe Evan Ingram, if he is out there as a tight end, go get him. Yeah. <laughs> I luckily basically punted tight end in one of my drafts, and he was sitting out there after week one and was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to take a chance. And he's been good, except for last week when I got a zero and lost by, like, six points in that league. So, thank you. Um, oh, <laughs> Actually, it lost by a little more than that, but I got a negative three from the Houston defense, who nice. we all know lost J.J. Watt and Merciless during the first quarter of the game. And, yeah, yeah, it's pretty hard to lose the best defensive player in the league and one of the best defensive players in the league and stop an offense that's been firing all cylinders. So that, that kind of sucked, uh, you know. Did I think they were going to do great against Kansas City? No, but I thought they'd do a lot better than that. Um, so, yeah, when you lose by a little bit of points, you get negative from your defenses here from a tight end. That kind of sucks. So, anyway. Um, so, yeah, Roger Lewis. I, I, you know what? Don't even bother. It's going to be Sterling Shepard. It's going to be Ingram. They're going to chuck down a Vereen a ton. And, basically, this – the. The Giants are going to go three and out more than any team the rest of the season, I feel like. And you wrote down the question here, are the Giants going to win a game this year? I don't know. I don't know. They very well could have the number one pick in the draft, and nobody saw that coming. Everybody thought it would be the Jets, the Browns, the Bills. Who else was in the running for that this year? The Niners. Cleveland. Yeah, Niners, Cleveland. Yeah, oh, you know, so like Browns, those teams, yeah. but like no. they've already all won games at this point. Yeah, Indy, Indy's yeah. got a win. They're actually on the upswing. I feel like. Um, yeah, but like you know, they're gonna get lucked back at some point. So you know, you never really yeah. think that they're gonna be uh, just totally maybe, terrible maybe the whole year. Um, do the Giants draft a quarterback? Um, I don't believe they did, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. No, I say, do they? Oh, do they draft a quarterback next season? If 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 they go two and fourteen, Eli has a miserable season. Of course, everybody's going to blame it on Beckham and Marshall being hurt. But you have to remember how bad they have played before that. Do they draft a quarterback, or do they trade that pick? Look, Eli is like thirty-six. Eli's not young anymore. Uh Yeah, I don't – he is 36. I, I, I don't know. Damn it, bastard. He's 17 days older than me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> screw you, Eli. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did to bring somebody in to start grooming. I mean, but the, this this team is just in – like, I don't even want to be – named Roger Lewis or Tavares King right now because every time the receiver steps on the field for them, they freaking have a season-ending injury. Like, no thanks. 
don't know. I'm I'm good here on the practice squad, you know, picking up towels from these other guys. I, don't bring me up. Like I, I'm I'm happy to have my chance, but not right now. There's too much bad juju going on over there. Um, yeah, pretty much. I wouldn't be surprised if they drafted a quarterback. Um, I, I don't. I kind of wonder if I they mean, would trade down and then maybe draft one of the like lower ones and not go out to like the first pick. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it depends on who they, what quarterbacks are there. I mean, obviously every quarterback is there with assuming they have the first pick. Um, and next next year's quarterback class is actually somewhat deep. I feel like. Oh, um, super deep. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if they were able to trade down. They'd have to. You almost have to see how the cards fall with these other teams that are you know, either winless or, or one win right now, see how it shakes out, see what their needs could be where they might be looking because I mean, shit, you could have three straight teams right there that are looking at quarterbacks. Um, and you know, and that, that's not going to help your cause. Um, but I mean, they should be able to get a pretty good return for, for the first overall pick. Absolutely. Um, Although at the same time, when you say like the quarterback class is deep, you know, maybe teams like the jets and the Niners who are quarterback desperate at this point will just be like, we'll just take the second guy. Like we're good. Yeah. I don't don't think any of these guys, you know, like they keep saying the guy from USC, um, I want to say Darnold or, Darn, whatever. Yeah, like Sam. They're saying Sam like, Donald. yeah, they keep saying like he's like the guy, but God, he's actually played. He's played well this year, and he can make all the throws, but he's played pretty kind of me too at the same time. Um, yeah, Sam Darnold. You know, that's his name. Yeah, um, Oklahoma's quarterback is good. Uh, I feel like the guy from Penn State's pretty decent, but I don't know if he's like really. Yeah. I mean, he would come got, out like right. there's a bunch of guys, but like. Is any one of them like Peyton Manning, like the guy that you're gonna go trade, you know, the house for? If you have like pick four, and you could get one of those other guys, like, do you care enough to trade up for it? Like that's because I don't think like like yeah, the Jets randomly like got the fifteenth pick somehow. Maybe they'd be like, well, okay, yeah, maybe we gotta trade up, but I don't know. Well, and, and, and you got to look too. I mean, you've got you've got Darnold, you've got Josh Rosen from UCLA, who's potentially projected as a top five pick. Uh, yep. You've got a couple other guys in in Josh Allen from Wyoming, who's like showing right now between Kuiper and and McShay a, a top fifteen or top ten pick, you know, respectively. Um, Mason Rudolph of Oklahoma State is late early or late first, early second. But then you got the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, Lamar Jackson, and at Louisville. Um, I don't think he's I mean, going to be a good pro. I don't think he's going to be a good pro. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's going to be a guy that he's going to get drafted regardless. Um, but I, I think he's – I think he's more of like a – like a Patrick Mahomes, like you're going to stash him and, 
and see, you know, let him grow into your system and see, you know, what he's got. And that's, that's what Kuiper's saying, you know, in, in this article I'm looking at. So I agree with him there. I think that he's got, he's got the talent and he's, he's got the mobility that I really feel like teams are trying to shift to now more. I mean, you don't really see yeah. these Tom Brady's and these Peyton Manning's who just aren't very mobile and just sit in the pocket and either bomb it and, and get touchdowns or just take a hit. I mean, they can move if they needed to, but it's not, it's not their first option. If they don't see a read on one and two, and then they're just, Oh, fuck it. I'm out. And then they, you know, run around. Uh, But there's a lot of guys out there that, that can do that and are very good at doing it. Um, So I, I really think that that's the shift that the quarterback position is going to go to. You need someone who can throw the ball. Um, you know, you're not going to put a, a Tebow out there anymore uh, and, and watch him just run because he can't throw the ball. Um, but, I mean, I, I do like Jackson. I, I think he, you know, Kuiper's showing him as a late first, early second. McShay's got him day two or day three. Um I agree yeah, more I with the too. day two pick. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's but, too early to tell right now. But I mean, we're getting off yeah. topic here big time, so we need to we need yeah. to move on. We need to keep this show concise today. So, not that we've already failed at that. So, anyway, man, back to the injuries. So yeah, uh, the Giants are a hot mess right now. So kind of stay away from them. Um, Next injury here, Charles Clay, knee. He's out multiple weeks as of Monday. Um, that's a huge blow, man. You know, he's kind of the only guy there. I mean, you know, we said it last week, like, Charles Clay is somehow available. Like, you need to snag him as your tight end because Jordan Matthews went down for a month. Tyrod, the only guy he could throw to was Charles Clay. I mean, nobody else can catch the ball on that team, it feels like. So, yeah, um, that, this is a big blow. I mean, the only hope – is that maybe he heals up real well during the bye week and that's, you know, he'll be back, but that, that sucks. Um, so Sam Bradford, man, he looked awful on Monday night. I don't know if you saw the, I don't know if you actually watched the game, but I, dude, from I did not, he, he couldn't, not, not much of it at least. He couldn't move, man. Like it was pretty sad looking he would like anytime someone would get near him he would just kind of drop he was just like nope don't hit me he need to fall down um that's what it looked like and then he wasn't stepping through throws they were you know you could tell he was just like trying to throw him off his back foot and like just launch him as hard as he could with his arms and they weren't you know they weren't going or they were sailing on him on like short throws because he couldn't step through it um it, it it wasn't good. So that that knee and eventually you know just started limping around about they 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 pulled him out. So I I think he's gonna sit another couple of weeks here. And um, I already talked about JJ Watt. That was the next guy here. And then um, Terrence West. He's got a calf injury. He's doubtful for week six. I think he's gonna be. I think he's probably gonna miss a couple of weeks here at least. Uh, they're talking this could actually be an extended period of absence here with Terrence West, so I have to keep an eye on that one. Uh, Buck Allen gets a big boost, not a big boost. I mean, West wasn't getting a huge workload anyway, but it's just you know like 
that's like losing Adrian Peterson for the Saints. Like all you know, Alice Collins and Buck Allen are going to get a bit of a boost because there's just one less guy to compete with there. So um, that that's what you're looking for there. The Chiefs, man, they you know they got a couple big injuries. Um, Travis Kelsey obviously leads the way here for them. A concussion. He was having a monster first half. And I would have won one of my matchups had he stayed in the game. I lost barely. And um, so, so you know, he, who knows if he's going to be able to return, you know, concussion protocol. You see these guys come back maybe a little too quick, it feels like sometimes. But they can. They play well, kind of like um, – uh, Devontae Adams this past week, you know, came back a lot quicker than I thought he would, and he just rolled with it, man. He was awesome. Um, Chris Conley, one of their backups, backup receivers. Um, Torrey Achilles, done for the season. So, um, you know, you, you wrote down here, Albert Wilson gets an uptick with Conley out. Uh, Demetrius Harris will start if Kelsey does not clear the concussion protocol. Yeah, I'm not really excited about Demetrius Harris. I mean, I don't. I was watching that game. I don't feel like he got any work after Kelsey went out, or at least nothing substantial that stood out to me. Um, yeah, I mean, there's probably better tight ends on your waiver wire than Demetrius Harris, so you're not really looking at either one of those guys as pickups here. Now, the next injury you are interested in, and that's Bilal Powell. He's got a strained cast. He's day to day. Um. It's big because obviously Forte is still dealing with a turf toe. And so he can miss. He's probably going to miss. So if Bilal Powell misses and Forte is gone, the only guy left is McGuire. I mean, clearly they'll bring in somebody. You're not going to roll into a game with one running back. That's insane. But Elijah McGuire, man, he's going to have a huge day. And he gets the Patriots, who their run defense stinks. Yeah. Um, Not that the Jets are going to be any good. You know, they just – don't have a very good offense, but you know, I'd roll with McGuire as like a flex play if he's the only guy in that backfield. Why not? Um, Matthew Stafford, he was hobbling around. Like I didn't see that game, but I know red zone when they were just storming down the field and scoring at will at the end of the game, it felt like um, every time they were showing it, you know, Matt Stafford would throw a pass and he would like, like limp basically he would like basically hop on one leg back to the huddle or to the sideline um so how he actually finished that game i'm not really sure because it didn't look he like he was very comfortable but they're saying it's just day to day and he's likely to play but that's something you're definitely going to want to keep an eye on um Devontae parker it's another kind of big one they're saying day to day that he might be okay for this week um but minor ankle injury. So, you know, monitor that. Still gets a bit of a boost. Um, but, you know, I, I think Landry's just going to go back to being a ball hog on that team. But really, though, the Miami offense is almost up there with the Giants offense, and it's just pathetic how bad they are. You know, they, they're almost to the point where I think the Cutler experiment is going to have to just be a failed experiment. They're just going to have to go to Matt Moore. Which is bad. Like that's not more than I go to quarterback either. Um, you know, maybe maybe Cutler should have stayed retired. Uh, so it's he's looking really bad. Um, Gronk has a has a thigh injury. 
And <clears throat> he was a late scratch for everybody last week. And so a lot of people at the last minute scrambled and picked up Dwayne Allen. And yep. nothing for it. Absolutely nothing for it. And I'll tell you, I was yep. super surprised. Were you one of them? I was. I picked him up in the fantasy six-pack league, and I think that's the league I started him oh. in. I threw him in at a flex and was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's Dwayne Allen's chance. This is this is the Joe Bond game. This is the Joe Bond game. And, yeah, F him. He <laughs> rude me just like he screwed you. But in yep. the opposite way. The opposite way. Oh, I'm yep. never going to let that die. You do realize that. So I know that. Um, yeah. That's uh, right. Man, he I, has I now grabbed at least him. officially screwed both of us. So now well, we yeah. both can have a hatred for Dwayne Allen. Exactly. You're <laughs> dead to me, Dwayne Allen. You and Dexter Fowler both. You and Dexter Fowler. Wow. That's right. I'm bringing that back, too. I haven't let for that go either. people who have no idea what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> We are both Orioles fans, if you don't know what we're talking about. And in 2016, he acted like he was going to sign with the Orioles. And anyway, whoops, just kidding. Psych, I'm going to go sign with the Cubs. So, Never yeah. mind. Yeah. So anyway, um, you said, what is this, Lane? Oh, that's an offensive lineman. Lane Johnson. Yeah. I know when you put this down. Okay, yeah. I mean, and the, look, oh. these are the injuries that, like, people don't really pay attention to, but, like, you need to. Lane Johnson, really good offensive lineman for the Eagles. He has a concussion, and he might miss Thursday's game. And, in fact, because it is Thursday, I'm going to go on a limb and say he's going to miss. I think. I so, think he will at this point. That, I don't think. He's, he just doesn't have enough time to clear the right, protocol. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's look, that's going to hurt Carson Wentz. It's going to hurt any Eagles running back they've got you know, rolling out there. Um, you know, it's a shame because that offense is rolling right now, man. Like, I, I threw at Carson mm-hmm. Wentz last week in a couple different leagues. I have bi-week quarterbacks, and I'm streaming quarterbacks in another league, and Wentz got dropped because I think somebody else is streaming quarterbacks. And I was like – Okay, I'm gonna take a chance on Wentz. Threw him in there and cleaned house with him. So I was yeah. more than happy to have him out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I you know I think Wentz will overall be fine this week. It is a bit of a tougher matchup. You know, Carolina's defense hasn't been great. They're kind of middle of the road against the pass. What's their DVOA ranking? Let me look at it here real quick. So I've got the numbers up. Yeah, I mean, they're 10th in DVOA, um, non-adjusted. I don't know what their non-adjusted numbers would be. Probably better. Um, yeah, actually, their non-adjusted numbers would make them better. But, yeah, I mean, it's Carolina's been kind of stingier than you would think. I mean, they got – their defense was a little bit – their defensive numbers look bad because they played New Orleans and New England like back-to-back. But other than that, they haven't given up a ton uh, against – excuse me – you know, against opposite – against uh, teams. So it's – it's uh, – yeah, it's not – what the hell here? I don't know. I'm trying to look at this like points per game against – yeah, Carolina. I mean, they're 25th in points per game, apparently. 
or 25th overall, but it's it's skewed because of the quarterbacks they've kind of you know they've gone up against. So it's not the easiest matchup. It's also Thursday. I hate Thursday games, but I'm I'm stuck using once in one league because it's either that or I wait till Monday night and hope to God that Mariota plays. And other than that, I've got like nothing available. So I'm I'm just stuck using once. Um, some previous injuries, as I mentioned, Mariota, he's got the hamstring. Sounds like he's on track to play, but we don't know. This one keeps going back and forth. Just wish somebody would come out and tell us. I mean, this is crazy. Like, at one point, it was like, oh, he's only out for a week. Last week, it was, oh, he might play. And then at the last minute, it's like, oh, he's out two to four weeks. But now they're saying he might play again. You know, like, I don't know what's happening. Somebody just tell me. This is stupid. Um, Derek Carr, um, his fractured back slash back spasms, whatever they're calling it, you know, he's out two to six weeks, but they're saying he might play this week. So who knows? I know if I fractured my back, I probably would not be running back out to a football field where 300-pound linemen are going to run at me running 4-8, you know, and trying to smash me. So, no, thank you. Um, Julio Jones, hip injury, Mohamed Sanu, hamstring. You know, I wrote down that they're both on track to play. I feel like I know Julio is on track to play, but I'm not actually 100% sure about Mohamed Sanu. Um, so I'm not really sure why I wrote that down. I did that pretty quickly today. But, um, yeah, Julio Jones is likely to play. Sanu is likely will not play. So there you go. I must have read likely and likely not to play and just wrote on, both on track to play. And then Ty Montgomery, um, still questionable with the rib injury. Um, I read something late tonight that they're kind of thinking he may, they're kind of, you know, is leaning toward that he might not play again. Uh, dude, Aaron Jones was absolutely the pickup to get. I think Aaron Jones looks by far like the best running back the Green Bay Packers have had since a right out of college Eddie Lacy. Aaron Jones, like we said last week, it was like, oh my gosh, you actually know how to shift to the left when you avoid a guy instead of just running right into them. Man, this novel idea of just like not running right into the back of people. Huh, who would have thought? So, yeah, he looked good. Why does this make sense? <laughs> There's a hole over there. There's this huge man standing in front of me. I'm just gonna run right into him and see if I can knock yeah. him over. <laughs> like, let me try this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Aaron Jones got to get. Um, interesting though. I want to ask you, what do you do with Aaron Jones and Ty Montgomery if Ty Montgomery plays? Like. I think you're probably throwing Ty Montgomery out there because you just expect him to at least get his job back and try and, you know, be the primary ball carrier. But what do you do with Aaron Jones? Are you just going to put him on a bench and wait and see? Are you going to trot him out there thinking that you know, he earned playing time because of how well he played last week? What are you thinking? I mean – I agree with the points that he's looked like an awesome running back. 
I I honestly did not have any interest in trying to put claims in for him because I just don't think that he's going to be the guy. I mean, I think they they trust Montgomery. Um, Jones is a legit running back, not a receiver converted to running back. But, I mean, this, this team is a pass-first team. It always has been. Um, I mean, even when they had Amon Green, it was like, okay, well, we've got a guy who can run the ball, so we can take some pressure off, but it doesn't matter. We're still going to throw the ball. Um, I mean, I guess he's worth – he was obviously worth an ad, but not. I wasn't interested in getting him. I just – and I own Ty Montgomery in a league and figured – we're just going to go after somebody else or whatever. Um, I, I just hate timeshares. From a fantasy standpoint, it does not help your team win. You need to have a definitive guy that you know is going to get you double-digit points in a running back position, and you just you just don't know that right now about him. At least I don't. Yeah, and I consistently um, – I will tell you, though, if I was a Tom Montgomery owner – probably would have put Aaron Jones at the top of my list of people to get last week. But, you yeah, know, that's just me. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, because, you know, I see your point, though. It could have backfired, and if they do do the timeshare, then you've got two running backs that are kind of just dead weight on your team. Um, but, I don't know. It's it's tough. That's a tough situation there. It's It's one that I didn't really want any part of. The season because obviously early on they were talking about Jamal Williams was going to be the guy and he looks you know worse than Ty Montgomery does when he's out there Terrible. like he, just, he oh. clearly just runs right into the back of people like come on dude God he looks bad um other waiver wire picks for the week you know if you're streaming guys a quarterback you know Trevor Simeon's out there uh, Jacoby Brissett's out there running backs I safe to say all of these guys are taken, but um, Jared McKinnon, yeah, he, I kind of really only like him still in PPR leagues. I mean, he's, he, look, he's still going to get yards, I think, and, and so yards count in standard, but, uh, you know, I think his value is sky high in PPR leagues. He was shockingly good on, on Monday night. It was It was crazy to see. Uh, we talked about Adrian Peterson. I mean, look, take a flyer, uh, especially if you need help right now. Uh, I, I tweeted out something that, you know, Sean Kerner wrote yesterday, uh, a couple of days ago, mm, yeah, last night actually, uh, right before waivers ran. And it was like, if you need help right now, like if your team's one and four or two and three and you need help immediately at running back, go out and get Adrian Peterson. You know, like, he's going to be a guy who can help you now. Um, or like an Elijah McGuire. He's going to be a guy that can help you now because you need yep. wins. Yeah. Um, but the guys that are going to be able to help you later are guys like maybe Alex Collins, a Marlon Mack. Like, those guys are still hanging out there in a lot of leagues. And if you're five and zero, oh, you're four and one. You've got some depth. You're not getting bit by bye weeks or injuries this week. Take a chance on Collins and Mac and stash them, and and hope that you know when playoff time comes, these guys are just running the show at their for their teams. 
Um, you know, we talked about Bog Allen. You know, he's he's still available in a bunch of leagues. Aaron Jones, uh, he's probably gone in most leagues. But you know, those are the, those are the running backs for the week. Um, wide receivers, Mike Wallace looked like he came back to life this week. Um, Kenny Stills, obviously in replacement of Devontae Parker. Uh, Roger Lewis, Albert Wilson. I mean, nothing, nothing crazy at wide receiver this week. There's just not a lot out there. Um, tight end, we've said it before, Austin Safarian Jenkins. Um, I'm going to throw one on here with tight end. If you truly like the gamble, AJ Derby. Um, we always say pick on the Giants. Pick on the Giants against tight ends, and it look it it's always the case, right? I was watching the yeah. game this Sunday with, with a friend of mine on the couch, and I looked up and I was like, I don't understand why isn't Phil Rivers throwing to his tight end? It's the Giants. Just throw the ball to Hunter Henry. What is going on? Literally, red zone flipped to the to the Chargers game. Hunter Henry was catching a touchdown. I was like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so it's like. I think they've allowed a tight a touchdown to ever to a tight end in every single game this this year. So AJ Derby coming off a really good game um against um who did Denver play? Um I'm blanking right now, but Denver was caught, on like, the bye last week. Really, oh, two weeks two, ago. Two weeks ago, yeah, he had a pretty good game, like five catches and like seventy yards or something like that, I feel like. Um a pretty good game. So you know, like he's somebody who might be on the upswing. And then another guy that you can look at coming off another big game, like seven catches. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, is George Kittle from San Fran. And another team you can pick on against tight ends is Washington. Yeah. And so go ahead and if you really want to roll the dice and you're desperate at tight end, you know, don't go out there and pick up. Antonio Gates just because you know the name. Don't go out and pick up these chumps like just because you recognize the name. Go pick up these guys who have upside because Aaron Antonio Gates is going to catch you two passes for like 15 yards. And all you're hoping for is a touchdown. Kittle and you know Kittle and Derby and these guys like they clearly have shown that they can actually make plays in the game still or, or now. So I would go ahead and, and take a risk on those guys over somebody like Gates, who just because of the name is getting picked up more and more and more than these other guys. Um, so yeah, let's move on here to our, to our week six. Um, I'll let you, I've talked a lot, so um, I'll let you start off here with your highest and lowest scoring game. Uh, I was going to say, you, you looked at all of my teams last week for that Antonio Gates dig, didn't you? <laughs> no, I didn't, but did you? Did I you made the wrong it? choice. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, they're both going against you, the Giants. It's Gates. You, Come on, man. Come on. Hen- Henry's got two goose you. eggs on the season. He already burned me you once. You know, and your Gates love... So funny. Not loving him after last week. But anyway, <laughs> so mm, yeah. Uh my game and you know, sure call it a homer pick. I'm going Eagles and Carolina. I mean 
these teams, like you said earlier, they've been offensive juggernauts the past two weeks. They scored a combined 120 points between the two of them. Um, you know, I just think that this is going to be a really big clash. Uh, I, I mean, I don't love every player in this game. I like, I think Cam Newton's going to be good. I mean, he, he's been, he's been, the old Cam Newton the past couple of weeks. So I think yeah, he'll yeah. still maintain. Um, and, and the Eagles can obviously be thrown on. So I love Benjamin. I love Funches this week. Um, I mean, hell, Ed Dixon had 175 yards last week. He could probably have a, another 100-yard game. Um, so I, I like those guys. I don't really love Carolina's running game because they don't really have a running game. You know, it was nice to see McCaffrey finally get uh, on the on the scoreboard last week with that little uh, shovel pass. So, you know, I could see something like that happening again, but not expecting a lot out of them. Um, and and like I said earlier, like you said with my notes earlier from Lane Johnson, I, I do think that Wentz and whichever Eagles running backs, whether it's Blount and Corey Clement, whether it's Blount and whether Smallwood decides to come back and play, uh, whether it's even Ken, Kenyon Barner that, that's in there getting some yards, I, I dropped them down a little bit. But this game in general, I think Wentz is still going to be good um, and startable. I just think it's going to be a high-powered game. Yeah, go ahead and give your uh, your, your lowest-scoring game too. Low-scoring game. Oh, and and uh, Legarrette Blunt. Sorry. Roll it up. Um, exactly. My low scoring game. Yeah. <laughs> low scoring family game show, here. Family show. <laughs> I'm a, of course, always family show. <laughs> I mean, I'm rolling up my uh, talking to the next game here. Um, okay. Going with the bookends here. Thursday night game is my highest scoring, and Monday night game is my low scoring. I I don't love either one of these teams much. Like I said earlier, Indy is on the upswing. I, I think they're starting to get it together a little bit. Um, I just don't see this being a high-scoring game as it is, so I just don't feel like that helps fantasy owners uh, of players from these teams. Yeah. Uh. I mean, neither defense is any good, but yeah, if Mariota's yeah. not out there, that's going to be a pretty bad off. That's going to be a pretty bad game. Um, my highest scoring game of the week is Lions and Saints. I feel like I'm cheating picking this one. I mean, the Saints are ridiculous. Coming, I forget the stat I read. I think it's something like Drew Brees has averaged has has scored over 30 fantasy points in the last like five or six years coming off the bye or maybe maybe it was more maybe it was like seven and it was like the only time was like an away game at Houston or something um so this could be a real big shootout game um which is interesting when you see my my bus later um but uh lowest scoring game Broncos and Giants I mean I think we're just gonna get a real lopsided game Broncos beating the Giants here, um, but I mean the the Giants D is is, is average at best. 
uh, right now, and they're having a bunch of issues with their secondary. Um, uh, Rogers Camardi like walked out on the team and got suspended. Eli 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 Apple is just terrible, and they're basically benching him now. Um, so yeah, the Broncos could probably score big, but the Giants are going to be pathetic. And this is just going to – I mean, I could see like a 24 to like six game. And, yeah, this is going to be one of those – you're going to be a, have a bunch of points real quick by Broncos, and then it's just going to be slow down. You know, maybe you'll get just a bunch of yards out of C.J. Anderson at the end. And it's not going to be anything great from the fantasy standpoint. Um, so – Yeah, I, I yeah. don't see that. I mean – Denver coming off the bye is is obviously a nice uh, a nice week for them to be able to get reorganized and get focused and everything like that. And you're going up against the worst goddamn team in football, so easy win for yeah. them, I think. Yep, pretty much. Uh, randomly, so. I saw the Broncos defense sitting on one of the on the waiver wire in one of my leagues because they were on by last week and somebody dropped them. So yeah, definitely pick them up, (laughs) which is great news for me because I had Houston who just lost the best player in football. Uh, Speaking, speaking of good Denver pickups, thanks to the bye week. uh, Now I'm getting off topic here, but my, my one league, we had Phillip rivers and Russell Wilson. It's a two quarterback league. And we picked up Cutler as our third quarterback thinking, all right, He's he's you know going to come back. He's going to be refocused and blah blah blah. And yeah, I blew that call last week too. Uh, he sucked. And I just keep thinking over and over in my head that like picture that keeps getting posted up of him just standing with that dumb look on his face with the cigarette hanging out of his mouth, which I think may be photoshopped in, but it totally just explains every single thing that I feel about Jay Cutler right now and his ability to play. Um, So we dropped Jamal Charles and picked up Trevor Simeon because somebody had dropped him last week. And thankfully enough, we made the move yesterday and, oh, wait, great. You know, now we don't, we, we still have Cutler. We tried to drop him, but Russell Wilson's on the bye this week. So there we go. Now we have a second quarterback this week that's actually going to be worth something instead of uh, Jay Cutler. So. Uh, no, he's done. He's got to be cut off the team, but we didn't apparently get either one of the waiver pickups, which I'm very annoyed by. Um, so anyway, yeah, my uh, my sleepers for the week. Uh, I know I kind of mentioned this guy as a potential for last week. You poo-pooed the idea, but I'm going to go back to that well with uh, Josh McCown. I mean, I get it. It's it's not a sexy pick by any means, but if you are in a random two quarterback league or you have a horrendous bye week and nobody on waivers but Jay, uh, Josh McCown, go pick this guy up. New England has allowed 300 plus yards to every quarterback they've faced this year. They've allowed two touchdowns or more to every quarterback they've faced this year, except for Jameis Winston last week. Um, you know, I, I just think that there's points to be had here. And I, I know that the Patriots defense as a unit showed up last week, um, played better than they had been, but again, they still let up 300 yards. So I think McCown can easily get a 300 yard game. 
Um, and, Ooh, and easily. Keep that, That's a strong yeah. word. It, it, All it, right. Yeah, I do. I think he can easily get a 300-yard game. He's got the capability and the talent to do it. So just a matter of whether or not he has the weapons to do it. Uh, my running back uh, is Mr. Marlon Mack. I know I just uh, talked about how this game is going to be my lowest fantasy game, but I do like Marlon Mack. I think he was a guy that, um, as, as we had talked about, would, was a val- valuable waiver wire pickup this week. And mm-hmm. it's more of a stash play, but and, and he's actually kind of banged up the last I saw. So keep an eye on that. That you know may yeah sway things. I think, but... Yeah, but I mean, Coach Pagano has already come out and said that you know he wants to get him more involved and in playing. And and we knew this was going to happen as well, just like with Kamara. Um, you know, Frank Gore is is just ridiculously viral for his age. Um, but you know, Marlon Mack is, has obviously shown his ability. So I think he's a, a good sleeper pick this week. Um, and then my receiver, I'm sticking with that game, the, the Jets game. Um, maybe I should have put that as my highest score. Uh, Jermaine curse. Uh, I mean, he started off the season like gangbusters and he kind of fell off for a week or two and then rebounded last week with a nice game. So I think if McCown, well, when McCown hits his 300 yards, a big chunk of that is going to curse uh, and probably Safarian Jenkins. Um, So I really like curse this week too. All right. Um, Yeah. So my, my sleepers here are, um, Jacoby Brissett, and uh, it's funny because we have – you picked that game as your lowest scoring game, and then we both picked sleepers out of that game. So, hmm. Yeah. Tennessee is not a very good defense, um, which is weird. A lot of people thought they were going to be, myself included. Uh, just not working. Brissett's been decent. I mean, he's been a very good streaming quarterback this 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 year I've used I used him last week in in the fantasy six pack league or I forget where I used him. It was either there or my home league. Um and so yeah, Brissett's been good. Uh he's got dude, that guy's got a gun for an arm, man. Like that thing just yeah. rocket. Like it just comes out, you're like, holy shit, do the ball really far and really fast down the field. Um and T Y Hilton is reaping all the benefits. 177 yards last week was crazy good. Um, sleeper for running back. Now, this is mainly because Kelly, I, it sounds like it's going to miss Perrine. I don't really like him as a runner, and I, I just don't. And I, you know, I, I still think Chris Thompson will outscore him, but Chris Thompson still ranked pretty high. So Perrine gets my sleeper tag for the week. Like because the San Fran Rundy is awful. So like, I mean, you still got to try and run between the tackles at some point. So maybe Perrine like busts one off. Like maybe he finally does something. That's all I can hope for. Then on the flip yeah. side, um, actually uh, I put Garcon as my sleeper. I put him as my bust. I don't have a sleeper wide receiver yet. So 
Um, <laughs> I'm just, as you can see, I got home late today. Um, you know, I, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go with you on the Josh McCown thing and pick Robbie Anderson. Look, they got, they do. I mean, they basically have nobody to throw to there. It's, it's them and it's him and off Austin Safarian Jenkins. You're right. New England's letting up a lot of yards. Maybe he doesn't score, but you know, in a PPR league, he could, you know, Robbie Anderson could catch one big, one big play, and he's made your day. You know, PPR yeah. leagues, you know, he catches maybe two, three balls for, you know, you got to hope like 70, 80 yards. I mean, that's that's decent for flex. You know, that's that's okay. So that's kind of what you're hoping for with, with Robbie Anderson there. So go ahead with your, your busts for the week. Uh, my busts here, I'm going to go with Alex Smith as a quarterback. I mean, he's just played – MVP level football this year. He's he's gone from game manager to you know stud quarterback, um, which you wouldn't have typically thought of putting those two things in the same sentence. Um, Alex Smith and stud quarterback that is, but I I just I think that Pittsburgh could come into this game and surprise a lot of people. I still think Kansas city is going to win the game. Um, but look, Pittsburgh got absolutely destroyed this past week and, and cost me my running uh, in the survivor pool that I'm in. So at Pittsburgh for that. Um, but I just think that they're going to rebound from this game. I I mean, I don't know if Roethlisberger does still have it. Maybe he doesn't, but I I can definitely. Oh, yeah, he was my bust last week. That's two in a row. Yeah. (laughs) I I definitely think that that their defense is going to come at Kansas City in this game, and and I think Alex Smith is going to have his hands full. Um, So I don't really like him this week. I mean, it was kind of hard trying to pick somebody, but – I just I just wasn't excited about him. Um my running back bust is Devonta Freeman. Uh I mean he's got a pretty stiff matchup here as it is and I mean frankly he he hasn't really impressed me that much this year. Um I, I mean for for where he uh, was he getting drafted. Out. Yeah, he got out touched a lot by Miller this past week which was pretty surprising. Yeah, I mean, he uh, he's sitting at uh, – no, you're thinking of Foreman. Oh, well, who did you say? He said, oh. De- Devonta thought, yeah, Freeman, Atlanta. Devonta Freeman. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Sorry. I mean, he's got one 100-yard game this year. He does have a touchdown in every game, which is nice, and two in the second game against Green Bay, but – he's only hit hundred yards once he's had over 20 carries that same game. So Doesn't maybe that's the magic touchdowns. number. <laughs> What's that? Doesn't matter when you're just going touchdowns. Yeah, I, I guess, but he scored a touchdown in week one against Chicago. He went 12 for 37. I mean, whoop-de-doo. The touchdown saved him in that game. Catches passes a little bit and in PPI leagues, he's really good. I don't know. I yeah. still like him. 
I don't, I, I, I just don't like them this week. I, I mean, Miami, for as bad as they are, they, they have been very stout against the run. They've only allowed two touchdowns this year um, and haven't allowed any the last two weeks. Granted, it was against New Orleans and Tennessee. But, yeah, I mean, DeMarco Murray's there and Kamara, who we've been preaching about. So I just don't um, – I just don't like the matchup, and I, I just I'm not like I said I'm not that impressed by Freeman for where he was getting drafted. Um, my wide receiver bust, and I don't know if this is really a bust, but I'm going with Will Fuller. Um, again, I I don't love the matchup this week. I mean, and he's probably not a guy that's that's rated you know Cleveland super matchup. high. Cleveland, but, what? Dude, Cleveland Cleveland is ninth ranked against opposing receivers. They have two games where they've gotten completely demolished over 200 yards to opposing receivers. The last two weeks against Cincinnati and the Jets, they were okay. under 100 I'm, yards. Okay, I'm just I'm just gonna say this. Think about Cleveland, and so they've only allowed the ninth most or the ninth. They love the ninth least number of points to wide receivers, right? Okay, so first off, when they lose, they usually lose pretty bad. But yeah. they've also played the Jets, who I think we can all admit don't have a very good offense. The Bengals, who kind of came hey, listen, alive against them. We so just went through a whole thing where we pumped up the Jets quarterback and two of their receivers, okay? Still don't so if like that's not them. a ringing endorsement. Still don't like them. <laughs> okay, so since he finally had a decent game, Indy isn't anything great. I mean, they've got basically T by Hilton. Indy that's put it. up 228 yards against them. They're one of the two teams that actually had a good okay. game against them. Baltimore, Baltimore, yeah, I get it. It's not... bad. In, Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, we've just said how bad they've been. So, like, look, it, I mean, actually, Cleveland doesn't have that bad of a schedule. But you know, they haven't played, they haven't played New England, they haven't played Green Bay, although they do. You know, they're not getting yeah. these like juggernaut offenses going against them. So. Do I think I, Will Fuller is a bust? I don't think it's because of the matchup, though. Huh. Maybe, maybe not. I, but, I, I mean, they've given up a single three touchdown. <laughs> well, yeah, he's not getting a lot of the target share, but he's got four touchdowns in the two games that he's played. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. Really he's not going to get two more touchdowns this week. If he does... <laughs> I, I'm done. I, I, I can't even predict anything anymore. I'm, I'm not even going to bother trying. But um, <laughs> I hope I, uh, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean I'll just come no. in for color commentary. I agree with you. That's pretty much I what I'm here for. Fuller bust. I look. I'm starting him in one league because I have him, and I've got a bunch of bye week uh, receivers plus Amari Cooper, who I refuse to start right now. Um, so I'm throwing in Will Fuller. But I mean, like, I'm definitely afraid I'm gonna get like a Deshaun Jackson. Like, I didn't want to come and play game, and that's what yeah. it feels like to me. You're gonna get a, you're gonna get one catch for like ten yards, and you're gonna go, what the hell? And so be it. You know, he won me a matchup this past week. I mean, I was yeah. down. I was yeah. I was down big time, and then all of a sudden, two late touchdowns, and I was. And also I look over, I'm like, 
holy crap, I'm winning. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I had no business winning that game. Uh, but, yeah. I'm right there with you, though, man. Uh, Busts, Watson. Dude, he's like the number three or four ranked quarterback on Fantasy Pros this week. I mean, look, I get how good he has been. And I understand it is Cleveland. And it is ultimately a pretty good, tasty matchup. But, dude, he's still a rookie. He's got to come back down to earth at some point. I just – number four seems super high to me. Um I am starting him over a lot of people. I'm just not ranking him number four. Um, running back bust. Look, I put this game as my highest scoring game, but it is going to have nothing to do with Amir Abdullah. I am really close to cutting this guy on my fantasy team. He had one good game. He's been super mediocre. The only reason why I can't is just because the running back landscape is so bad. Like You can't cut guys who are getting a lot of touches. You know, you just you just can't do it because what else am I going to pick up? Um, in, in my leagues, none of the running backs that we listed off are available. None. Except for one of my leagues. And I don't own a Mir Abdullah in that league, so I don't care. Um, so, Mir Abdullah, it's a good matchup against the Saints. I just, it's hard to trust you right now. I can't, I can't do it. Until you have consecutive good games in a row, I can't trust you. In fact, if anything, I kind of think this could be a Theo Riddick coming out party game because of the Saints and how bad they yeah. are against, you know, just covering anything. So, I mean, and then my bus combo of Riddick and Zach Zenner. I just, God. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, Zenner, Zenner got that touchdown in the red zone this past week. So that's, that was like a brutal man. Um, yeah. then my bus this week is Garcon. Um, you know, something a lot of people probably still haven't realized is the rest of his defense has been pretty good, and I know they're going to be dealing with some injuries, uh, especially Josh Norman. But, you know, Breland's been good. Fuller's been good back there for the Redskins secondary. Um, it is an absolute bust if they put Breland on Garcon uh, this 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 coming week, which I kind of think they need to do because the Giants, I don't think I could really tell you who the second Giants receiver is. I know I, if I look, I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But, I mean, really? Who cares? Um, yeah, I mean, Garcon's going to be very target dependent uh, and – He'll probably get a lot of targets, but I'm just not sure it's really going to matter. The 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 Redskins front line can put a lot of pressure on 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 Hoyer and make him feel very erratic, and that's just that's what I think is going to happen. Um, in fact, the the Redskins I did not list them as my defense to stream this week, but they they are definitely up there. Uh, they're only ranked they only are owned in 32% of ESPN leagues. But my defense to stream this week is the Rams, who I was kind of surprised to see only owned in 35% of, of leagues. Um, yeah, they, they, they've allowed a lot of points, but they're still getting a lot of sacks and things like that, which makes them valuable. So, like, don't sleep on the Rams. They're still pretty good. And then when you add that they're playing the Jags this week, who – I mean, 
the Giants have been decent against opposing teams, but I mean, the Jets and then man, they like manhandled Baltimore, which was weird. Uh, but you know, Tennessee, we figured out Tennessee's defense isn't very good. Um, you know, Pittsburgh, that was more Ben Roethlisberger just throwing a ton of picks. They gave they gave him the points and anything. So um, I kind of think the Rams though could could kind of shut down Jacksonville, not completely, but you know, kind of force Bortles into throwing some stupid passes that he's not supposed to, and and, and things like that. So I kind of like the Rams this week as a, as a streaming defense. Yeah, I, I like that pick. I I don't see, I, and I love Jacksonville's defense. I love them coming into the season, um, you know, and they've pretty much proven me right in everything, even though I benched them last week because I didn't love the matchup. But, yeah, I'm stupid on my part. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're almost matchup proof. But I can see the Rams, you know, kind of screwing them up a little bit. Um, my defense, though, and I know it was your original defense, um, I know I don't like Devonta Freeman, but I love Atlanta's defense in this matchup. Um, yes. I mean, they're, they're going to be all over this matchup. I mean, it, it's just not even – not even funny that you know Miami just sucks I don't know how else to put it they've given up uh, at least in my one league that I'm looking at they've given up double digit points the last three weeks and then um, you know we're right under 10 points in week two Um, you know they, they give up interceptions because Cutler sucks. They give up sacks because their line sucks and they probably don't like Cutler, so they don't care about him getting sacked. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I just think it's it, – the Falcons have been a pretty good defense this year and, and haven't no, given up been, a ton of been, points. They've been really good. Yeah. Which, so It was not to be expected. I mean, so. their their worst game, they gave up 23 points against Green Bay. You know, granted, they played Chicago 17, Detroit 20, and then Buffalo 17. But Yeah, and you know. and, and look, I'll, I'll say this about defenses. And we, when, when you're looking at a defense, I don't always worry about the, the points being scored against a defense because – Look, that usually ends up being at the end of the game. Like you're getting one, maybe like three points. Usually it's like zero from the points allowed. Um, it, it, it's hard to predict that unless you're going against unless you're like me and got super lucky and can pick the Broncos against the Giants, who's probably going to score two field goals. Like that's not a major factor to me. What is a factor to me is sacks and turnovers. Now the Falcons don't get a lot of turnovers yet. Um, but what they do get is a lot of sacks, you know, they're, they're getting some sacks and they get, they're probably going to get their best pass rusher back this week with Vic Beasley. And this is yeah. why I went out this week and in every single league of mine, except for the one I have the Broncos in, uh, I snagged the Falcons defense. So uh, I'm all over the Falcons defense. When I opened up the spreadsheet and somebody picked them first, I was I was pretty pissed. I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> so I'm already with all that stuff. So um, 
had to kind of scramble and pick somebody else. That's all right. It's all good. So, um, do I have any Twitter questions? I know I do. I don't know where they are. So maybe we'll skip because it is late. So, yeah, we'll just skip it. We will skip it. It's late. Um, yeah, so last thing I want to say is for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be starting the show at 9 o'clock. So for those of you who are used to starting at 8.30 for the next five or so weeks, we're going to be starting at 9. Uh, just got some things going on and won't be home until a little later. So that's it, though. You got anything else to add, AJ? Yeah, that's it. I'm, uh, All right. Well, good luck to everybody in week six. This week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, aren't you like one and four in our league? Have fun with that. Oh, probably. I don't know. I, I, I'm out of that league next year. Just, just mark it up for now. I, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I say that now, and then next year I'll be like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> you're, you're you're out of our league next year. Why would you be out of our league? You mean like you're not going to play? Know. I don't know. I'll play. I, I, like I said, I'm just I'm just disappointed in my team. I hate injuries. I hate hate two running backs on a roster anymore. It's just it's miserable. Wah, wah, wah. Draft better. Four, four right. team leagues from here on out. <laughs> you would not be surprised. You uh, all the number of eighteen eighteen questions I get oh. on Twitter. I'm like, how do you make these decisions? Can't even do it. Those are harder, dude. I, dude, those are harder. The only thing that's not hard about it is like when you get an injury, you just have somebody to go pick up. But yeah, I actually think it's harder to like. You're basically playing DFS every week in those leagues, and that's frustrating to me. So, all right. Anyway, we are done. Good luck in week six, and talk to you all next week. Sounds good. Peace.